record this one because the reason I'm recording this one is I think just like our talk we had the other night, um, a lot of people who maybe couldn't make this for whatever reason are going to be able to find a ton of value from it. Um, so if you guys have any questions as we go through this, pop them in the chat, unmute yourself um, and, and bring them up. I'm gonna, there's going to be a lot of time for you to work as we go. Um, I want to start, I'm going to show you two things. These are, these are two, these are two of my journals. Um, I have many more and they're kind of littered all throughout and I've had them for the last few years. The reason that, that journaling is so important uh, to me and why I think that you guys are going to be able to find value in it is words create worlds. Um, what we're really doing with journaling is we're, we're tapping into who you are and not a lot of us spend enough time truly figuring out who we are in the context of this thing. Um, the deal with any journaling is you must be a willing participant. You got to let down any walls. This is your safe space. This is the journal is yours. So, I want you to know if you're going to share this with other people, family members, if you're in a, if you're in a household with other people um, and you share it with them and they start journaling, I want, this is so important. Reading someone else's journal without their express permission is a kind of, is a kind of assault. The reason that is, this is your safe space and that is their safe space. Um, so, if you live with someone else and you're not entirely sure um, if you're gonna be able to keep it safe, I recommend that you hide it or just have the conversation. Because the last thing that we want is for something like this to, uh, to become filtered in some way where you're worried now about somebody else reading it. We as human beings are, are the accumulation of the stories that we tell ourselves about who we are. One of the things that I can remember the most profoundly from being a, a, a young person was we got these little cards and they weren't very big. They were maybe this, this big. We got a card um, and it had your name. So it had my name and what your name meant. And then it had a Bible verse of, about that. Mine was helper. And that became a piece of my identity that it took me almost, uh, well, 30 plus years now, right? to to wrestle with and and figure out who I truly was in the context of that thing and this gives me a way to do that words become thoughts thoughts become beliefs beliefs become identity and your identity becomes the behavior that you take hey leslie hey so there's a few different things that we can do with journaling um, in, in like the, the gremlins thing that, that Jess has talked about a lot. How everybody's got that gremlin and that inner critic. Um, one of my coaches does this. He talks about uh, when he journals, he'll actually journal with different colored pens for the different voices that are speaking at that point in time. So if his critic is talking, uh, there's a red pen for that. If his inner cheerleader is talking, he'll, He'll journal in blue or something. So there's a ton of different ways that we can do this. 
you are not going to be good at it in the beginning. That's okay. Give yourself permission to feel like you're not doing this thing right. We're going to start with, with an exercise. And uh, I want to do this just to get some stuff flowing. And I'm going to give you about three minutes to do it. We're going to start. I want you guys to finish this sentence. The sentence is, I feel. And now you're only allowed to name sensations in your body right now. We're going to take three minutes. The sentence you're going to finish is, I feel. I want you to write down everything that starts to come up that you feel as a physical sensation. Great time to do a body scan, scan from your head down to your shoulders. I can see some of you trying to do it right now. It's great. Scan. Going one more minute. Remember, only physical sensations. All right. Now you can revisit this exercise at any point in time. So if you don't feel like you were able to get everything out or if things pop up as we talk through some of this stuff, write it down. Go for it. I want you guys to look at the list that you have created. And I want you to be very, very critical of that list for just a moment. How many of those things are physical sensations and how many of them are emotions? The point of this is journaling allows us to become the observer 
if for only just a moment or while we're doing that, we as human beings get very, very, we have emotions. This is different than being an emotion. So many of us will identify as right now is a perfect time, right? I'm anxious or I'm afraid. Well, you're not. You're, those are feel, you have a feeling of anxiety. You have a feeling of fear. This is not who you are. And being able to, to understand that emotions, good and bad, they're fleeting. They're, they're never around for long. Everyone who has had a really great experience in their life, they, you know that. Anybody who's had a really terrible experience, you know that as well. These things are a part of life, but we get stuck sometimes in identifying as I am stressed. That was mine the first two days of this week. I'm stressed. I'm scared. I'm, I'm uncertain. Being able to do this allowed me to step back and go, I'm not these things. I'm feeling these things. That provided me with clarity in the next actions to be able to take. Now, we all have these stories that we tell ourselves in our lives about who we are. This is the, the words become our thoughts and our beliefs to identity and behavior. At the point in time when I, be, when I believe that I am anxious and not that I feel anxious, I start to do things in alignment with that. And if I want the best life for myself, but I keep telling myself that I'm anxious, what do you think the odds are that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to achieve that best life? Probably slim. So we're going to dive into another exercise. I want you to write down what does adversity mean to you? Write without any judgment or expectation. Don't correct yourself. Could be a sentence or it could be a page. It's yours. As you start to finish up that thought, I want you to think and write, how do you overcome it? How do you as an individual overcome that adversity? I'm going to give you guys another 30 seconds. 
There's no right or wrong here. Okay. Who feels comfortable sharing one sentence just about how you overcome adversity? I'm going to take you through an exercise. So fair warning. All you need to tell me is how you overcome it. Tell it to the group. Can I unmute myself? Yeah. You can hear me? Yep. Okay, so is no one else sharing? Not yet. Maybe you'll be the uh, you'll be the leader. I can. Okay. So I'm telling you how I overcome it, right? Yep. How I do you put, overcome? I put I overcome adversity by taking care of me, being healthy and active, and care for my loved ones to support them and ensure they're okay. Okay. There's a lot there, right? Now that's great. I love it. But what we want to do is we want to take these big things and we want, I want to, I want to help you pare this down into something called a mantra, which would be a single statement about how you overcome and how you view the world, deal with these things that you can use. So let's read that again for me one time, please. I overcome adversity by taking care of me, being healthy and active, and then care and support my loved ones and ensure they are okay. Okay, so let's start at the very beginning there. We can make, we have multiple mantras we can make out of this thing. Okay. So I take care of me by, what was the very first thing? Being healthy and active. Okay, so we're going to remove everything from that sentence that is unessential to creating an identity and being able to make it a succinct mantra. How about I take care of me? Mic drop. It's a single sentence now, right? So here's what I want you to do. I want you to write that. And then I want you to say it. I take care of me. Period. Now, a little bit slower. I take care of me. Now, good. good. You, the period is implied. <laughs> now let's take a big deep breath. Take, remember that box breathing we talked about? Yes. Take that big deep breath in and then blow it out. Now repeat your mantra. I take care of me. Ooh, that gave me goosebumps. It kind of did me a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Whoops. And the, the, the way that that came out was I believed it. The first, I believed that you believed it, which was more important. Now, when we're going throughout the day, or we start the day, it's that big deep breath in and out. 
and I take care of me. Now you can do that with everything else that you had in that sentence, right? The healthy and active. I am healthy. I am active. And you could, you can have, there's, there's not a limit to these things. You can have 15, 20, a hundred of them. But we're talking about the words creating worlds. And if your words say, I take care of me, and we're doing that every single day, and we can attach that identity to that, then your behavior will start to mirror that. Does anybody else want to go? Going once. Okay. So I, for mine, um, mine was fairly short and sweet. And I said, push or grind through it. Okay. Push or grind through it. What, uh, what, what does that bring up? When you say I push or grind through it. What do you mean? When you say I push or grind through it, how does that make you feel? Like aggressive, I guess. Like it, saying it makes my heart rate elevate. Just sitting here. Great. So if we're going to make this a, a, a succinct one sentence kind of a thing, how would you take this and make it one very descriptive sentence, one thing? that's singularly focused maybe define like what grind or pushing through actually means could could be multiple right it could be i push through it i grind Now when you're faced with what am I going to do in this scenario, mm -hmm. it's I'm the type of person that without so many words. Mm. So let's take that. Let's do the same exercise. I want the, I want to, let's make it one sentence. So I grind through it. Okay. A little bit. Deeper. I grind through it. Now that big, deep breath. Slow out. I grind through it. It's better. God, wizardry. It's better. I, th I think that you have an opportunity to provide even more clarity there. Like what is mm -hmm. it? Right? I think yeah. if you if you sat with it a little bit longer, you got some you got some opportunity there. Mm -hmm. I love it. Now these there's no uh, there's there's no secret here, guys. This is something that you can all do. You all have enough information at this point in time to repeat this exercise. 
okay? What we're really trying to, to do with this whole thing is take that step back and disassociate from the way that we feel about things and understand again that that all of these things they happen to to so many people we're all dealing with some stuff if i can better identify and i can sit back and observe who i am in the context of these things i can make better decisions on the back end right better decisions for myself not for anyone else again this is for you this is for no one else so we're going to a few things that that journaling is really really good for is it helps create a sense of gratitude it's hard to put pen to paper and think about our lives and not feel grateful for all of the things that we we get to do it helps us with problem solving if you have any big problem that you are trying to navigate through Write it down. Get it out of your head. You get the ideas and the things. I have one of these an entire, that lives on my nightstand. Because every time I lay down, I have all of these things that come up. And rather than sit there and wrestle with them all night long, I'm going to write them down and I'm going to get them out of my head and I can sleep. It allows us to deal with complex feelings that I can speak from my perspective and that's it as a, as a, as a, as a guy. We're not really encouraged to deal with these things. And I don't think people in general are encouraged to deal with them very much right now. You're told that, Hey, you know what? Just keep your feels off of me. Okay figure out how to, how to manage your stuff. I got my own stuff. This is a way to do that. A lot of the feelings that, that we have and the stories that, that we tell ourselves don't come from a, a loving place. Some do, if you've done some of this deep work and I, I, I'm, I'm happy to know that, but some don't. So the final exercise I'm going to give you guys, you're going to be able to take this at some point in time over the weekend because it's going to take us a while. I want you to spend an hour this weekend and you're going to create a list. It's going to be a list of all your resentments. They can be the ones you have with yourself or with someone else. You can go back as far as you want. You can take it all the way back to your childhood. Now, when you start with this, you may sit there and you'll be like, I can't think of anything. Budget that time. Things will come. Be open to them. Remember, you're the observer. You're not there to judge the, these, these things. Once you get that list, you're going to tear it, tear it out of your book. You're going to set it on fire. Then you're going to take 
one more hour and you're going to create a gratitude list. You're going to write every single thing that you are grateful for. And I promise you, when you are done with this exercise, you will show up for whatever comes next as an entirely different person. If only in that day. Now, some of us might be able to do this one time. Others may need to do it once a week or once a month or once every 90 days. But this is where we start. Getting the feels out here into this thing gives us the authority to step back and realize that I have the feeling of uncertainty or I have the feeling of resentment. I am not uncertainty and I am not resentment. And I may be angry, I may feel angry, excuse me, but I am not angry. It's all I have for you guys. I thank you so much for spending the time um, talking about journaling and going through some of these exercises. I'd be very interested to talk with you after the weekend about, uh, about how the, the burning the list and the gratitude went. When you're starting this, it doesn't have to be a big daunting thing. A daily practice, five minutes when you wake up or five minutes before bed. One thing I try to do nightly is I rewrite my mantras. Some days it takes a long time. Depends on how many I have that day. And then I try to write three objectives for the next day. For you, it could be three things that you're grateful for. Does anybody have anything before we wrap this? I wish you guys the best of luck on the, uh, the self-exploration. I will see you tomorrow. Again, 10 a.m. We're going to do a Zoom workout in the essence of keeping everybody safe and healthy and uh, it being kind of cold. Thank you, Jess. So uh, I will see you guys tomorrow at 10 a.m. If I don't, Sunday at 10 a.m., we're going to go through a group Ramwad together. Um, I will be putting out some information tomorrow in the group and in a video about uh, what the, next, the steps that we are taking beyond what we're doing right now. Okay? It, um, what we're doing right now is, is very much a phase one. And we have a plan. I hope it doesn't, but there's a possibility that this thing goes a lot longer than March 30th. So we have a plan to deliver you guys the value in coaching that you deserve. And uh, I'll go into that all tomorrow, okay? Feel free to hit me up with any questions that you have. Cody at fortitudestrength.co. 
or uh, shoot me a text. I hope you guys have a beautiful night.